the recording, so we're not talking about that anymore because this is the Dresden Files, and we got to talk about time travel and mantles. And you know it's the Dresden Files because he's wearing his Dresden Files shirt. You know, because I I can't wear these every day, so. And he's professional. He's he's using, wearing his uniform. No, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we we have like so little of a topic. It doesn't matter. It is post reread speculation. We're going wherever the fuck we want to go. Dresden related. We're celebrating. We're yeah. celebrating two years <laughs> of reading the freaking books. I think it's three years at this point because I think we started in 2018. Battlegrounds. <laughs> A whole episode just for the epilogue of Christmas Eve and good people. I just, oh my goodness. So yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna bask. You get to see us bask for an hour. That's yeah. Start basking. Okay. So, good job. so I'm going back to my question that annoyed EG. Is like, what makes a mantle? Because it's some form of contractual obligation, right? It's not just no. power. It has an obligation. Yes, right? but. But who's the contract with? Good question. That's my question. Yeah. Like, no, so Ethnu, as powerful as she was, was not a mantle, right? If she dies, no one else becomes Ethnu. Not mm-hmm. fair. That's that's a really good question. But like, so to harp on the contract thing for a minute, it's not like Usain Bolt has a contract with the Earth and gravity, right? Just because he's powerful, like, I what they are forces of nature. There is not a contract it, unless we find out. The white god is like the greatest lawyer of all time and he's like oh my god i'm so busy doling these out you know but but the ethnic question that's a great question she's not dead though that's why her power doesn't go anywhere she's in a bottle but okay her father balor was more powerful right and he is dead according to everyone else and what okay. happened to his mantle if if so power can't be the only thing there's got to be something else like Mab has a purpose. Odin has a purpose. Maybe it's in her case, it's the eye as much as anything. Like the eye is most of the power, right? So Harry so. now has that mantle. Well, he has her and he has the eye anyway. Right. Also, uh, the point was the eye came from Baylor, right? Like she didn't just get it. So, you know, most most of his power was also probably tied up there, which is still tough to say because a lot of Ethnu's power was tied up in artifacts. It's tied up in the eye and it was tied up in armor. If she hadn't been wearing the the bronze, uh, you know, what bronze and uh, titanic uh, mordite and yeah, the titanic bronze, thank you. Uh, all of that stuff, like that fight would not have been nearly as difficult. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, she's obviously, she's got the preternatural. We had a fight with three gods in one second you know, power base, right? But I I would bet Odin and Titania and the Earl King could have brought her down if it wasn't for the Titanic bronze. Well, they certainly would have done more damage. Yeah, right, sure. You know, the fight would have been shorter overall. You know, maybe she wouldn't have taken the field because she would have known better, right? You don't see Mad being like, I'm just going to walk out there and tank the whole thing because, yeah, okay, she's mad, but A, that's not her mental space, but B, she's not that powerful. Like, you know, a lucky mortal with a, a steel spear is going to bring that down, you know, in Mab's case. But but she does have some power. I think the other thing is how much of a mantle is tied up in belief, I think, is another good question. 
because nobody knows about Ethnu, so nobody can believe in her. So her power cannot be transferred because maybe that's a fundamental property of mantles. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the mantles that we know about, like, you know, the one of the, I mean, obviously the primary property, like uh, they're okay, great, they're a container power, but as a result, they can be transferred, right? So you have the knights, the queens, the mothers, presumably. Yeah. Um, you have eldest, uh, which, you know, confers some base amount of power anyway. Um, what yeah, else do we, do we have confirmed? Yeah, yeah Pringle and the Odin archives. Most of Odin stuff, yeah. And the archives, the only other one. That we know and that was weird, sure. right? Because it, yeah. it passes down a specific line. Correct. Right. So, and I mean, the, the, that just means there's a more specific method of choosing, right? Instead of the mantle going back oh, to... Blackstaff. Blackstaff is going to be a mantle because it's chosen, right? Sort Okay. That's an artifact it, type thing. It's also, yeah, it's also mm. an artifact, so... Well, you might, have to split hairs like this. You're talking about very specific a, things. Yeah, it might be a difference. So, because you have to, you have to choose that. Like Molly, for instance, becomes the Winter Lady. Yeah, they make a, a point of saying it was because of her actions getting close to the courts. But if the choice had actually been hers, hey, mantle coming, yes or no, she right. doesn't get that choice like you do with the black staff. You have to intentionally say, yeah, no, I'm going to do this. Uh, hold on, no, I don't think that. Um... I think whoever has the black stuff gets to choose who the next person is, not necessarily whether they want it or not. Ebenezer could choose to give it to Harry. No, because there's maybe two Harry still separate gems on that. There's one that the black oh. staff chooses their successor and the other that the person picks it up knowing what they're doing. Uh, I didn't know right. the second and, one. Well, and it's it's also like like what's what's Ebenezer going to do if if for whatever reason Harry denies the black staff right he's like well you know you're chosen so tough it out or like is it like the green lantern ring where the bearer dies and it just shoots off grabs the next worthy person you know that because the night mantles and and the lady mantles as far as we've seen work more like the the green lantern ring with a little bit of prep time right it you're not completely in the dark when you get chosen per se, right? There had to be some mutual exchange of, you know, training or preparation or whatever, as far as Mab's concerned. But as far as Molly's concerned, she mostly got rocks when at her by Leah. So that's hardly enough to like prepare her, right? But well, the green and that's, lantern, that's uh, apparently enough. Comparison is pretty close because you could just be wandering around being a strong willpowered person and not know a green lantern ring exists and then poof, you're chosen. Yeah, right. So same general one. principle of your decisions are making, and obviously there's a more hands-on preparation with the Fae, but you could be more or less ignorant. I mean, Molly was wholly ignorant of how this stuff works and passes and still her. But the difference being that like in the Green Lantern example, you would have, you know, a member of the core, at least in your life, whereas that's not necessarily a requisite for their passing, right? Whereas like every instance we've seen, these guys have got attachments to the Fae. Um, I think the least attached you could try to argue would be like Lily wasn't necessarily like, there's no evidence she was being particularly groomed until you ask Aurora, right? Aurora's like, yeah, we right. kept Lily around because of this, right? So you see a similarity so, there. Right, but like the if you with ask Lily. Lily or Molly, they were like, 
no. <laughs> well, Lily already had the night mantle. That was what the unraveling was for, is that she was that the night mantle was there and then she was there. So she was already one of the courts. Well, I mean, but the difference with the night mantle is that it, it can be given, right? The the night mantle is a sign. Well, that one has to be. That one doesn't um, go to a person, it goes back to the queen. Right. But it's still it still falls into like it's not definitive because again, of all the knights that we know, other than maybe um uh, slate they all had attachments to the fae and and slate is probably implied anyways but but rule was amused you know he's he's tolkien he was amused to the winter court uh right no he was summer he was summer sorry so so he's amused there you know slate maybe he was just one of uh maves playthings you know or whatever but but at no point are they completely in a bubble out separate from the weird side from the fae right? right that's what i'm saying well I, I mean it depends on how much you want to squint at the list of serial killers that have been the winter night so right. and well, it, someone and that, like um gita rays and things like that right uh, yeah and that does you know beg a lot of questions right but um we don't know uh, for all we know they were all um part of the uh the umbrorum right so they were all you know, just just like uh, Wyatt Earp, you know, they were all just secretly part of some side organization. They were all part of the Fool Society, so they weren't completely agnostic of the weird. But you know, I mean, so. the Fey mantles to me strike me as the ones that have to, for all their restrictions, have to have a level of flexibility because they're the ones that, for most of the time, I see as the antithesis of needing belief. That was the whole problem with all the other gods that would fade over time. You want mm. something that's going to endure and pass on, and that's why they're of both so, worlds. And when Max no. says she could give it to Thomas to offer him whatever, I mean, he's got no attachment. Now, you may argue he's going to have to do some things for her first, but I tend to think she could probably just say, hey, you want this? And Didn't he, didn't he have interactions with Leah around the party, especially? Like, uh, all right, but the then how, are we really going to do, I'm, like, as long just, as you've, you've touched saying, the Faye here... I'm saying in the case of the Green Lantern ring, you're literally walking down the street and get hit in the back of the head by a ring from outer space versus you have never had interactions whatsoever with the family. I don't know. Leah knows who Thomas is and right. interacted at Bianca's party and in the garden when she was a she-sickle. Yeah, but I guess I, by that metric, then the it nights. could just be the Faye walks off the street and talks to you and says, hey, you want power? It could and you've, be, you've got your you know. interaction, but that's how it has yeah. to work because that's how the night mantle works is you have to make that choice. And I, and I think the night mantles are, well, I'm not sure you get a choice every time, right? I'm not sure Lily would have been like, right. oh yeah, totally, oh, yes. I'm the you, night, well, you know? Yeah, you can so, be compelled into it, but you still have to be like, yes, give me whatever, even if it's because of a favorite ode. Right, yeah, so... Anyway, I'm just trying to say there's a difference between like literally fell on you from space versus, you know, okay, we've had an interaction. So it's not 100%, but maybe well, that's, 99. No, know, that's like, more like the ladies and the queen. I mean, not the queens, because the queen would just go to the lady, the mother would go to the queen. But the lady mantle specifically, because Maeve even is taunting Mab about, you know, because she doesn't even consider Molly no to be a prepared vessel, that it would just go to some hapless mortal. So right. at some point, there's going to be a, a failsafe that says it's got to go somewhere. That's uh, that's also a great point, right? Maeve, Maeve yeah. says you're going to lose it to the world somewhere. You know? Mother, queen, and lady cannot exist in the same body at the same time. Right. Jim has, Jim has said multiple times that a cup cannot be overflowing. So the knights cannot assume 
the greater mantles per se, because they are already full of the night mantle, which is important. But there, there seems to be potentially competing mantles there too. I mean, so first of all, Odin's got some trick, right? Um, unless he's got a mantle shelf and he just goes home and puts it up on the, on the mantle mantle. No, he puts it on the mantle mantle. Uh, had to do it, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then he's yeah, like, yes, today is Christmas, you know. I mean, now that we know it's sort of or through via uh, various words of Jim's that it's sort of the reason he's now immortal as opposed to what he once was, which was just his godly immortal self. Kringle's the one that kind of keeps him going. So it seems like it's a casual requip where it's just kind of in the background, but not your main source of power. Mm-hmm. So he's still Odin. And then when he puts on mantle, his nature changes. You can hold him to certain other obligations. You can hurt him with iron probably, but it's kind of got to be running at least in sleep mode in the background in order to keep him immortal. Right. Mm-hmm. So th- this is a good like continuation of the discussion, but I wanted to circle back real quick because there was something that you said that I feel like needed to be addressed, but you were talking about how the Fae, um, you know, presumably are less powered on belief because, and that, that might be why they exist. One of the counterpoints I was going to introduce for that was the fact that Mav commissioned the Brothers Grimm, right? And right. so very, very much so do they still seem to get some power by their knowledge being out there. And that even matches certain uh, folklore around Mav specifically, right? Uh, you, you can be Merlin and just ignore her to death. You know, we all should know that, that example um, um, from, from that show, but, but yeah. So like, I, I'd be curious again, if, if there isn't like a fail safe, there's like a minimum that they get just from being quasi mortal or whatever versus like obviously they can take more power sky's the limit based off of belief and how many people know them and whatnot um yeah that to me was especially because it gets brought up in backup Uh, again that seems like more of a to combat being consigned to oblivion than actually fueling the power itself like yes they have to have a tether to the world but right. as far as their mantle itself is concerned, like nobody's got a church of Mab. So she, her power is what it is via the mantle. It's this energy that was created presumably to endure because they're now the guardians. They're doing this thing. They, right. need, to, they need to not have to have the kind of risk that losing belief would lose your power. So the power um, itself is kind of like there, but you still need to tether to the world. So obviously you commission the fairy tales. And I think that's something else I want to, like, to me, I want to split out specifically is there's a difference between belief, faith, and worship, right? You know, so like, you're like, oh, the first church of Mab, whatever. It's like, all they need to do is have the word Mab in their head. That's the Oblivion Wars, right? Like, as long as the word Mab exists, that's enough to fight off Oblivion, you know, right? Like, because that's the entire point of the archive is that once... Once we know that for a thousand years, nobody so much as written down the word Mab, now it's safe for the archive to forget because it's, it's assumed to be gone, right? That's the uh, recycling garbage collection on the archive. But, but I think that's different than, you know, even the, sh- the Shroud of Turin, specifically the fake one in this case, people believe, you know, they have faith that that's the, the real Shroud. 
versus like even having a church, right? Those are three different layers of, you know, it, it minces words maybe a little bit, but I, I don't think the mantles are based off of worship, right? I, that's no, what I'm no, trying to separate. It's the same as like the difference between a big D and a little D dragon. They'd have big belief, which is essentially just faith. And then you have small belief, which is kind of like more just having it in your head. So even if you don't believe in it, you are aware of it, which is why the sure. archive, who's the sum of, you know, just knowledge and not so much. So yeah, there's a split there, which is why I think it goes. Belief is the easiest word for that aspect because it's the weakest, even though it still right. bleeds into it's on the road to faith. Well, so I mean, but that you're bringing up the archive makes an interesting question though too, like because she's not powered, she can't be powered on belief. Like the whole idea of the archive is that right. so few people understand and know what she is. Um, you know, so is well, she that's not why a mantle? Kind of she's think, an artifact. Yeah, that's why I see the mantles. <laughs> the mantles themselves are just they're they're coalesced power. They have parameters around them. You can't destroy them. You can only pass them on or transform them into whatever. So right. that's why, like, you know, when something like Ferrovax dies, his power doesn't transfer onto another person. It just sort of goes into whatever you want to call it, the cosmic ether or goes back to the white guy, you know, however or it works that breaks way. reality, probably. For I instance. I mean, we don't know because Ferrovax Cir died. He made a gigantic explosion and yet we're all still here, right? So Right. But, well, yeah, so yeah. either, and whatever <laughs> that dragon was with the, the Tunguska event, either it uh, blew this, up and created that. I'm implying it's the same one, but yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they're not. Well, well, we've got conflicting information, right? So the last dragon who died, Michael killed him, supposedly. That was Seriofax. The last time a dragon died, Ebenezer was there and it was in Tunguska. And I'm like, so they're both the last dragon? Like, which, well, that's, which that's is That's kind of, well, I mean, granted, I, I think that's just kind of him forgetting because isn't, I mean, 1960, sure, 1961's kind of old even for Michael to be knighting at that oh, point. Oh, very much, yeah. So. No, I, I mean, I agree. I'm, it, it, this, this is one of those that I would say is definitively a gap, whereas like you can't like, you know, squint and look sideways and it's something different. I think, you know, yes, I think Jim probably made a boo-boo. Maybe the characters for some reason made a boo-boo. I think it makes sense, but Michael very clearly killed a capital D dragon, right? That's why Ferrovax was interested in him. And yet, supposedly, that was also Tunguska. Unless so, it's going to, you know, unless he was in some sort of little demence thing because he was doing his ritual in the Never Never, and that doesn't count. As in the world, Michael, you know? Michael's going to be knighted up in the time travel episode. Harry's going to take him back in time to kill the dragon to make everything right. So, <laughs> which is why Fairfax is even more interested. Like, wait, you're way too young to be the, the guy who killed that dragon. You were much older back then. What is your secret? Well, then so does Charity because she was alive. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, right. Because she was, yeah. Because that was, was kind of the whole point. In, in distress. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that that needs an answer probably but it's probably just going to be one of those things that's out there so yeah we find it out in the dragon book type too yeah well i'm i'm proud to be a part of this episode because we got a mantle of mantles it's, you can't put that genie back in the bottle so sure you can I was also thinking, I, I think our third uh, interview with Jim is actually just going to be a, a series of simple questions. We'll ask him which one of these is an artifact and which one of these is a mantle. And we'll just go down a list of about 50 different things. Please, we like, no. 
because <laughs> because all those answers are going to be like, well, if you look at it this way, yeah, right. I already He's know. Be like, I can write. You, I don't know. No, I can write you that episode. Yeah. So you're going to put on the gym mantle and give us the answers? Ooh. No, my beard and hair do not get that long, even if I let it go. What if you dye it blue? I no, I'm good with my hair color. <laughs> blue wig. If you want to send me one. Okay. I, I don't think his hair is blue anymore now anyway. I think it's changed. Yeah, but what color hair is the mantle? I mean, it doesn't matter what color his hair is. It's what you believe it to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> but what if I believe his hair color will be bald? Well, that's one versus everybody else. So, yeah. And yeah, if you my... want to shave rather than dye your hair, you go nuts. My, so... my will is a lot stronger Yeah. than the collective. <laughs> I mean, it's up there. It's stronger than several individuals, but... Yeah, specifically yeah. European ones that can't even be bothered to show up. Ah, oh, jeez, what is that about? Anyway. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably at some sort of government re-education class. <laughs> oh, jeez. We promise okay. we talk about him even though he's not mm-hmm. here. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can't not make fun of him. It's because we love him. He's just so close to our hearts. Sure. That's one way to look at it. That's how I look at it. Good line. (laughs) So we talked about mantles. Do we do we want to get into time travel? Because apparently this is just going to be the episode that we're we're gonna push everybody's buttons. I mean so if, sure. if, if Butter swings the lightsaber fast enough, does he approach the speed of light? It, could he make the world go backwards in time like Superman could? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. <laughs> you're just like, you're actually hurt by this. So, well. I was specifically thinking Kringle because that, that was what we were accused of not touching that one episode. So, but I think you were accused of it. The rest of us did a very good job. Yes, all all that time that you talked about time travel. Mm-hmm. So one thing in any of our examples, at the moment we only have examples of people moving in one direction, just at different speeds of one direction. We True. don't yet yet have a concrete example of someone moving in the other direction. And like isn't the law of magic of you shall not swim against the river of time or something like that? So time travel is a boy band. Got it. Okay. One Direction? No, okay, continue. Oh, Jesus, that was... <laughs> You're the girl. You should have gotten it if anybody did. Yeah, I just thought of Enigma first. I was like, what are you going for? I was very confused. Okay, that, but that's a good point, right? Because even even Odin, he's like, yeah, the Earl King's like, yeah, he's going to be busy for like the next two weeks. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. So He had to be the, uh, the stepping stone to stay behind for everyone else to get out of it. But they're all moving in the same direction all they do is slow down or maybe even nearly stop uriel seems to be the only one who kind of stops it in skin game well you know he can yeah he's got the juice right the rest of them might just have to go like it's going really slowly well and yeah and most of the the phase power seems to be tied up in the never never right because you have the classic, like, they can make, you know, a day take a thousand years and vice versa. You see Lily actually do it, right? Or was that Mab? Uh, so whoever slows it down in... Um, crap. Maeve. Maeve does um, it in winter. 
in Proven Guilty. In Proven Guilty, Maeve did it. Yeah, because Lily doesn't have authority in Winter, but Maeve does. Right. Lily was there for the portal stuff. Maeve made it. Yeah. Okay. It Proven Guilty, when they're in the Never Never, it was like for them like what two hours or something and then a whole day had passed so right. time and then never never slowed down okay yeah slowing down which side was getting confusing to keep track of sometimes right yeah and i just i guess i didn't remember it being made but i mean we know it mm-hmm. was slowing down because a day passed because that's what got murphy fired right or that was just her um, not fired because well, she, she disappeared for emotion you know like a most of a day in the night or whatever right. it was without an explanation right even though she'd been put in charge because she's very irresponsible right it's okay though because she's dead so that i mean that ties into stuff with more questions with Maeve and the attack on arctis tour i'm sure and who let them in and how did it all happen so if she's actually influencing things like that it you know i tend to imagine because at that point we already know she's infected Right, hold on. Right. If Maeve is infected, why is she helping the attack? Or why is she helping Dresden and company? Well, help because again, start? if she's so whatever the play is to get Harry there to either see the destruction or because it was part of her what she needed to do to ensure that that you know happened, we don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, man, maybe we should just do an episode to deconstruct that now that we know a little bit more about Nemesis and stuff, right? Because, so we know that there was Hellfire involved there, which Harry took to mean that Nemesis had been involved and that the Black Council slash Nemesis attacked the gates of Arctis Tor, killed all of, uh, of Mab's, you know, trolls. So we know who let the trolls out. I've been holding that for two minutes. I couldn't help it. Um, so <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so... But if it was Nemesis both sides, right, what really was the play there? You know, so Nemesis brings down oh, the trolls, oh, which almost um, has to be to, to free help Leah. get Harry It was there. to free Leah because Leah was still infected. Get her so out. They, she can continue doing shit. Infected. So they expected that Harry was going to free Leah? Yes. Okay. I, I can buy that. It just didn't happen, right? You know, like... Yeah, because and Mab had been working her and she was able to like be weird and creepy and then changed right. into being weird and scary. I mean, it would get her lieutenant who takes over at the gates for her out of play even more. So, rather yeah. Than be, yeah. Okay. So, why didn't Harry do it? Because he's too stupid? Like, why like, didn't he Leah, told, Leah told him not to and then she started spazzing out and so he's like, nah, I'm going to leave you here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, Leah, because Leah was under control over faculties, maybe because Nemesis had hit the connection count as much as, or or because Mab's thing is working to rest control, right? So I would say Mab's thing is working, considering she offered that to Maeve. Like, did... well, because she told her, he, he, she even says in the conversation, you know, we gotta before I lose control, my faculty is, and he just thinks she's insane, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, we find out later, even in changes, where she talks about how she can't think about it too much or she might be susceptible again. So there's, it's still having at least an impact a little while later. Ooh, I really want to know the state that she's in. Well, we'll see in 12 days. Months. Whatever. Uh, Leah? Yeah. Yeah. like She's going to be in 12 months. Because she's coming back as the, the, like, smack him silly into being reasonable again which is going to be so much fun if we can get more information on how she's still affected 
by Nemesis and being gone, or um, like, because in changes she was back to her normal psychotic self, right? But with that thing of like, if she can't think story. about it for too long, either it's too painful or she is susceptible to something. That's important to know. I I can't imagine she is. Exhibit A. She was leading the defense of the outer gates. Mab would not have entrusted her with that if she was susceptible to outsiders. But you know, it's, could it, be a it's probably not so much that she's like, mm. if I think about it too much, they're going to come back in. It's more like, if I think about it too much, my guard gets lowered down type deal. Well, yeah, I'm, maybe she's got some fey version of he, he's fine. But again, she is fighting outsiders on the outer gates. She is not going to be there if Mab doesn't think she can do the job, right? Right, but regardless. That's, it's literally, it's the job description. Like winter, we fuck shit and kill shit. And if you can't do those two things, you are not number two. <laughs> like, <laughs> Regardless, Leah is the one that Harry has the most contact with that he absolutely knows has been cleansed of Nemesis True. as much as can be. And he needs to know that for Justine. Yeah, you guys all assume she's coming back. No, so. I'm, he's well, going to guys. do the thing, the same thing that he did when Susan became a vampire of he's going to try to find the cure. Ah, yes, he is. No. Not not to the same level. Like, not to the same level. Yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't his the girlfriend. Same level because it's for his brother, and he's a big idiot. I think he's not got to the same level because Maggie going on. You know, yeah. But I, he well, is no, going to not, try. It's not so much that like he's going to night and day, night and day pursue it. But it's going to be the kind of thing where when the chance comes, he's gonna he's gonna have the research on it. He's gonna put himself to the hazard for it to save her I, and his niece or nephew. I agree with that. I'm just not saying it. I don't think it's going to be one of the 12 primary plot points of 12 months. I don't think you're going to have this background story of like, well, I showed up disheveled to my date with Laura Wraith because I was too busy in my lab. Laura already also has a vested interest in freeing Justine and at least the child. I was going to say that that might be a good excuse because Laura's going to understand that. Yes. It's like, hey, let's go down to my yeah. lab for a date and we're going to talk to Leah about how to, blah, blah, blah. They're I'm all not going to argue the point because we'll see, but I am i don't think so. You know? No, I don't think it'll be Not to mention it. the fact we've already had that plot point, right? So like maybe they'll have their people looking into it or whatever, right? Because now he's got resources like he didn't have at the time. But well, minus he doesn't have access to the council, so no one's doing that kind of research for him. But I, I don't think, yeah... I don't get it busy with that. Maybe he's going to be busy. Yeah, maybe he's going to be thinking about how do I fix my brother? Maybe he's thinking, shit, we'll just put her in a in a gem next to him and they could be that lover for all of eternity for all I care until I can figure it out. But I think he's too busy with everything else to figure it out. And, and maybe, maybe it's moot because maybe the answer comes from his training with... Uh, um, river, river, yeah, river shoulders, and finding out that he's a starborn, and find out not only are starborn basically immune to nemesis mind control, you can exercise the demons. So you know, but I, no, I don't think it's we're going to see the kind of thing where he's going on and on for chapters. It'll be the kind of thing he right. thinks about. Maybe they have a conversation about what resources they have out there, looking between him and Lara. He'll True. have a moment where he's thinking about Thomas and he's like, and on top of that, how am I supposed to save Justine? And maybe mention a few things he's thought of. But And poor little baby nemesis. Yeah. So Which, it's not going to be that's... the kind of thing where it's like, uh, I spent a month doing this probably. Uh, and if it is, it's going to only be off- mentioned offhand. 
the same way we don't see him go down the rabbit hole for almost a year or a little more than a year with Susan. And then he just shows yeah. up summer night looking like a schmuck. It's not going to be that. Right. Right. Well, because we're going to be in that year. So we're going to see, right. it, you know, I, I think it'll be funny. We'll, we won't get that because Laura's got like a team of people where it's like, Dresden just goes and passes out on the weekend and then he wakes up all groomed and like, what the, who the fuck is this? Where are my clothes? You'd be like, you know, I've got people for that, right, Dresden? Like, this is, this is the winter court now, or the, the white, whatever. White yeah. court. Many courts. <laughs> so the white council, winter court, white court. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. It would be funny if she had some like equivalent of brownies that go into his house to make him presentable instead of just clean brownies yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's good too though yeah like (laughs) they're the clean fairies for but for personal grooming so yeah they're the the hair and makeup fairies right (laughs) now that you believe they exist congratulations of all the things that are going to happen in 12 months is that when odin's favor is going to come back or we're saving that well, one for heel. He turn. said the worst possible time. When is right. the worst possible time? Well, the BAT probably. But... Right. Yeah, but that's Dresden, be I, need, I need a donut. I'm fighting Lucy. Do you mind? But I need a donut. That'll be that'll be everybody's <laughs> calling their favors in on him. Odin will. <laughs> Harry will have lost the night mantle, and Mab will call in that last third favor. <laughs> everybody's just going to be like, "Go do." <laughs> right. Matt. That doesn't have the third favor anymore because it was she scrapped does. in terms of what? But it was scrapped yeah, in terms. No. Mm. I'm it pretty was sure offered, there's even word of It was this. offered every single time it was offered, but when he actually makes the deal, the third favor is nowhere in the arrangements. And right. yes, he's also said that that third favor still exists. I, I think he said something along the lines of like, that's very interesting, you know, when somebody brought it up. So <laughs> he know. owes her that third favor, but he also kind of owes her her entire loyalty right now. So it's moot right, right. now. Right. She gets so to do all this leaves, stuff because... If yeah, he loses exactly. the Night Mantle, that third favor still exists. So if Jim decides that at some point he's going to lose that power, she's still going to have one compulsion on him. Now, it's the kind of thing that it really <laughs> shouldn't be too much of a fight to get him to do whatever she's going to ask because he'll know better. Right, yeah, by then. He's learning. More like the kind of thing where like he loses the Night Mantle and therefore he loses impact and influence and this oh, is her shit. way to get him in the game. So I hold on, I got to process chills, but um, what if he gets out, he gets out, but he doesn't get Molly out at exactly the same time. And the third favor is kill Molly Carpenter, you know, or something along those lines. That That's what was in my head. Like, it's not like it formed or anything. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> like the thing that Harry would want to refuse and, like yeah. that's that's still forthcoming right because that seed is now planted that is a Chekhov's gun that we need to find out if it goes off or not you know but it's the kind the of thing because he still, was, he can still if, refuse it so it's a matter of what sort of evidence she's going to present to that needing to be the case mm-hmm. why would Molly yeah. need to be killed and it would have to be Nemesis which he would then at that point still be like no I'm going to fight the saver who man if Mab dies, why would he need to kill Molly? Because doesn't that leave the world without Mab and without the lady? Yeah, I mean, so the implication was that, you know, 
Molly is not ready to be the Mab and she wouldn't handle it well, but I can't imagine the the next person who is exactly. basically Green Lantern ring in the back of the head is going to do better, right? Unless I Mab has secretly been grooming somebody else, you know, who's like Hannah Lecter instead of Hannibal Lecter. That like, okay, you know, they go back to the mother. Mab. Mother <laughs> might be able to choose Leah. Like, okay, you are now Mab, Queen Leah. Because like mm. she's the second in command, so therefore she knows everything. Yeah, she would already. be the only. She's this close. She would to the be power the only level. kind of prepared person around. Now, whether or not she can, based on her role and what her responsibilities are, is a different issue. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot I mean, of power added on to someone who's already the second most powerful person in the active Winter Court. But so that's that, an interesting point. So, yeah. Right, but then and they still have the problem of meeting a lady immediately who can handle everything that's going on. I would just go to one of Molly's sisters. <laughs> the Jawa. <laughs> now we've got murder Jawa. So. <laughs> well, at that point, why not Maggie? She's already been playing with Winter's forces. It depends on how old she is at that point. Yeah. I, I got to say that the what about Maggie conversation is almost as annoying as you guys find about talking about mantles because it's like, I, I actually, I'm okay with Jim saying maybe she doesn't need power right sure. and for for whatever reason that that hooked me a little better trust me I want to see I want to see uh his daughter and Dresden kick in the same door right I want to see yeah I, I'd be fine with them being a kick-ass you know father-daughter wizard team right but that that would be what I pick if I had to pick something that wasn't just let her have a normal life. I mean, normal-ish. Obviously, she's Dresden's daughter, but like, she doesn't have to have power, power, and she's already kind of blurring that. Obviously, because she's got kid magic. Mm-hmm. But, um, she's got kid magic. She has a magic ring given to her by Mab that for lets one her... day, kids. She's not going to magically weird. be Queen Mab. It was I mean, one that day. That is still a and hint it, in the direction like of what Mab would hours. think. It, it expired at noon. So even yes. if she woke up at like, As, six it like is, a normal child. It is winter magic with kid gloves. gloves. No, there with were no riffs. kid gloves because it's Mab. Should I have cheated her? That was the line. Yes. <laughs> she yes. gave, it, this is the she power. Given her she like gives this child. Power, but, <laughs> but there's no bumper rails. Dresden's the bumper. So the, you're going to tell me Dresden the expression the light. But like, <laughs> this is the power that Mab is to, deciding to give this child that is the child yeah. of the Winter Knight, the foster sibling of Molly. Yeah. Lady. Like Maggie is still inherently connected to all of them. She is getting the same lessons as to what is important and how to do things. And you can see that in Zude when she's going off of um, the, with the kid magic and shit. She's fighting her own terrors. She's fighting other bad guys just in tiny little levels. And as she gets larger and she gets exposed to more and bigger, badder monsters, she's going to be the same kind of person. I mean, maybe, but it's still, a lot of that precludes the fact that she's got power or not anyway, you know, like maybe for uh, most of your vanilla stuff, maybe she, you know, she's going to be a, a Van Helsing type character where she's got all the guns and the toys and shit. But if she doesn't have powers, I don't think she's going to tangle more with the forces of darkness than she has to. No, she's but, going to be Gohan. Yeah. And when Mouse gets killed, she's going to unleash her true oh, no. power and fight the person <laughs> that did it. Does she absorb his power first and then, you know? No. Okay. If there is a void in the Queen's 
there needs to be a reason why it doesn't go to Maggie ever, sure. right? Like, sure. so if if Molly is gone, why not go to Maggie needs to be answered. Well, it could first be of all, that there's someone 11, else who's so much better. So, so I I just don't see it going to a child, you know. I, I think we're going to find out that, you know, secretly Mab had a third child like Sarissa and, you know, like, I think we're going to, I think we're going to find out that, of course, Mab has uh, thought of this the whole time. We just didn't know it before we get, well, it went to Maggie and she's 11, you know, I mean, maybe it's, it is fairy tale, right? Yeah. And then you have the danger crosses... of a winter lady that is also having childish tantrums. Well, we already saw that with Maeve, right? But like, yeah, Maggie becomes the red queen. You know, like, yeah, that's, like that. that's what I see because, I mean, at some point you're going to have that. Like, sure. she simultaneously got these huge mental hangups and also the power to deal with them. Yeah. So once she realizes she doesn't have to be afraid of you, she can squish you like this, you know, I think yeah. that's when you're going to start to see that. If this happens, it will be in a few years. It will be as so we get closer to the BAT. Right, so she's going to not be 11 anymore. She's going to be closer to mid-teens. Oh, okay. Puberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not going to be afraid anymore because she can squish you. She's not going to be afraid anymore because okay. she's learning the lessons from the Carpenter family and from Dresden and from Molly of how to deal with fears. And mouse. So you guys got it here first. This is the preview for the plot of Frozen 3. So... <laughs> Elsa in the big city. I think we're successfully that. hurting him more. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Do you need Listen, a tissue come for to... the blood? There's a little trickle out of your nose. Like, well, I, I always take solace in the fact that every single time travel and mantle and Maggie question are always wrong. So it doesn't, it's just, it's a nuisance in the moment. And then I realize, wait, none of these people are ever going to be right. <laughs> that includes you. But there Look, will man, be time travel. Th- we got three monkeys writing out as many plot lines as we can. We're bound to get one of them right somewhere. We do know <laughs> so. there will be time travel, and someone has to fix Little Chicago. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Someone See, had is, to fix it. This well, is you're, just, you're assuming someone has to fix it as a result of the time travel, as opposed to they did it, mm-hmm. and he's just going to have to also do other shit around that time. I mean, I have various assumptions of what he will do with the time travel, but we do have that also unanswered question. Well, the next one and and him off the road is the the other one. Uh, Do you remember Prisoner of Azkaban at the ending? Yeah, I know. It's going to be him that ran himself off the road and him that went and fixed Little Chicago. (laughs) Of course. Yes, because apparently the author has to just borrow from everyone else's works. Why is that a surprise? That is exactly what he's been doing since its conception. They're called This is a little more over... If it just goes I mean, full on Prisoner of Azkaban, that's just that's no boy. You're also you're also, also implying that J.K. Rowling actually invented that trope that she used. Because I got a spoiler alert for you, she's invented practically nothing. So she also all, just borrowed tropes. And she invented that wizards of shit on the floor and magic did away because they didn't have plumbing. So. <laughs> Let's not question her writing like, prowess. <laughs> People in the 1800s got chamber pots, and she's like, wizard shit on the floor. Like, okay, thank you, Rick Sanchez. Like, could you not have, like... <laughs> you got Hermione doing go-go dancing in the background of shit on the floor. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck is, what are you thinking? You couldn't have given it 30 seconds more thought and been like, oh, what time frame are you talking about? Oh, mortals have got indoor plumbing. They shit on the floor. You know, like, come on. That's, well, I mean, even vampires don't shit on the they floor. They had indoor plumbing. Backwards are they? Because... I don't think they shit at all. Like, not to mention every castle has a fucking poop deck. Every ship in every castle, there's a designated hole for pooping. They People have almost never shit on the floor. No, like, they have a whole deck for it. <laughs> even even for other countries that don't have indoor plumbing that people like to rag on, like there's a hole in the floor for the shitting, but they're not shitting on the floor. <laughs> like, I just, that of all the stupid takes, and she's got a lot of them, that's, whew, that's up there. So anyway, thank you for breaking my brain. Technically, she did. Yeah. Well, you you brought it up. I had that shit shit <laughs> sequestered in the back of my mind. You didn't somewhere. you didn't wipe it away from your brain with just a no. flick of the wand. You nope. shit in your head and then woo, it's gone. Yeah. What's the thing with the memory wipe? I need one of those. And then uh, when they put everything, yeah, there you go. I need to be obliviated. That whole memory just. Okay, you can wipe that you. shit off the floor with magic. So, I'll remind so anyway, you every time. Dresden's castle has indoor plumbing because he's you don't know that. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't think Marcon defecates, I, so I don't think we yeah. have. To <laughs> but the Einherjy do, so they've got like industrial strength toilets. Like you yeah, know the like, ones that when they whoosh and they whoosh for five minutes, and you're like, Jesus, if I fell in there, I'd be gone. <laughs> they've got those toilets. They're like so. the dwarves in the Hobbit that destroyed the plumbing in Bilbo's house. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, when you eat a mammoth, you take mammoth. No. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? Let's get off this topic. Oh my god. He's got a castle sized um, like septic tank underneath and he just never <laughs> has to clean it. Yeah. For all I care, it's a trench in, in the bowels of the castle, but it's still not fucking shitting on the floor. So um, I mean maybe they've got poop fairies. They don't magic their way. The the brownies. <laughs> the brownies see there it is it's what they were made for mantle. we knew it it was right in front of us all the time it'll be better because there'll be winter brownies right so so they've got the poop knife. yeah they're gonna make poop knives there you go they're gonna create poop knives perfect oh uh, you, you slay you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is what we get for not planning a topic. <laughs> oh oh <his>. God! <laughs> We're in particular form today of trying to break each other's brains. This is apparently you guys did a good job. <laughs> I'll give him all the credit. I said very little. I was going to say much better job. I just give looks. You're like poop knife. <laughs> It's all those pop culture references coalescing. <laughs> so. I give you the road and you fly. <laughs> all right. He's seriously broken. No, he's, <laughs> he's trying to construct a poop mantle now. No, no, because you were like, I just laid the road and you just took off like a brown streak. So now I'm just. <laughs> Oh, what was that thing in Dogma, the shit demon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Those are guarding the castle, obviously. So, yeah. obviously. 
<laughs> they come they out of the boat. gargoyles because they've got better PR, but <laughs> they come out of the boat. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Boy, that lunch is really coming back to haunt me. <laughs> Rises up out of <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> See now you got her like <laughs> two for two. <laughs> What a professional podcast. I know, right? Well, you got 13 more minutes of us laughing <laughs> uncontrollably, apparently. This, so, yeah. That literal bathroom humor. <laughs> what a shitty episode. <laughs> you know, it's funny when Jacob's taking the piss. So, uh, see that? <laughs> that was, that one hurt. That, that one is crumb worthy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That was uh, unexpected. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's go put our serious faces on. Back to professional Dresden talk. Impossible. <laughs> Here, let me help you. There's my serious face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably the only way it'll work. Um, okay. I'm, I'm afraid to backtrack. <laughs> Where did we get off track here and Something, uh, he was talking about Maggie. Rowling. She was going to become a superhero. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I she's either going to be Van Helsing or Baby Dresden. You know, so. Van Helsing was a wonderful uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's not why I'm saying Van Helsing. Like the only <laughs> the only good thing about the Van Helsing movie is that it had Wolverine in it. So like, is she going to have pseudo the same kind of like pseudo steampunky weapons and yes. is really old school? Yes. I mean, maybe because Dresden, right? Well, she yeah, she's around him. out of necessity. <laughs> so, because I was, I was thinking she's either going to be baby Dresden or she's going to be baby Murphy so that I could push your Either way, again, if she's Van Helsing or that, she gets the hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, that is actually what I envisioned, though, too. It was like she's in, she's in her, you know, early 20s, late teens. She's got a hat. She looks like a beanpole wearing a too big duster because she got it from Dresden. Like, oh, the hat too. It's going to be like down over her face, but that's not going to be the cool thing where she lowered it. It's just going to be because her head's too small. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So she's got like the pentacle, but it comes down like it looks like three or four inches too far because it's built for someone who's eight feet tall, you know, just like the whole thing. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, like random thought leah better yeah, take harry happened. and maggie to see susan's grave in 12 months yay why because they're recovering from losing people and she's one of the people that they've lost and still not recovered from does she have a grave yes, yes. well uh, she has a resting spot wherever it is in <laughs> leah's garden oh, i mean okay. if it's in leah's the garden end. then it's worm food and it's <laughs> in a pile of what we were just talking about well leah's got more yeah. Than that. whatever she said of like she would treat susan's body with as much grace and care as harry would himself and be willing to take him and anyone else to visit her at any time he wishes uh fertilizer what's more beneficial than that it's helping the world i mean harry might not see it that way but and i mean now that he's got the castle but it wasn't his for a while i wonder what state her garden is in when she was trying to protect harry and now it's back again like the uh, connections that she's made to make her garden around his house it's might probably have been the thing affected. She has to either shift or just go get new property. And because I mean, 
you can forge, you can create ways and forge mm-hmm. them to certain, and it takes a lot of power. It's the kind of power someone like Odin has to do. Leah might not quite be there, but she's probably close-ish. I think Leah's done it at least for to his house. Um, but like Mab did it in cold days, right? Of whatever. Well, she just shut down everything in fairy. But also made the doorway from his closet to right, s- yes. Chicago. Yeah. Well, she, it, I mean, it says had it made, that could be split in hairs. It's not like she doesn't have the power to do it. She, but it might have been beneath her. She might have had an underling yeah. do it. She is not a carpenter. <laughs> she does not build doorways. She doesn't, well, I mean, let's face it, you know, she's got all the math in her head. So she, <laughs> she'd probably be the best one to do it. Her in the archive, they'd be the ones that you want doing actual buildings. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, Mother Summer handled the gardens around it. Not Leah. Because anybody okay. that steps past your drawbridge where you don't want them to, they just get stricken with pox. It'd be nice to see the mothers again for whatever reason. They're just so fun and scary. They'll be there at some point. In 12 months? No. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine why. <laughs> Unless one of his mentors takes him and be like, so we're going to have you learn from the experts. Because you know, Harry's going to need a babysitter, so he's going to drop him off at the mother's cottage. <laughs> She's going to spend the day with uh, Granny Summer trying to, you know, bake cookies and do gardening while Mother Winter sits there and just, like, glares at their flowers and kills them and turns their cookies to worms. And then at the end of it, He's going to come back and she's going to be asleep on Mother Winter's lap with the actual grim fairy tales, like the, the horror ones in her, in, her, in her hand. That's what it'll be. That would be fun. It won't happen, but. Do we have any other speculation of what will happen in 12 months specifically? I mean, uh, it, it almost demands its own episode, right? Because we, we sure, know he's... next time. Topic. We, Yay. Right. But, but I mean, we know he's going to be with River Shoulders. We know he's supposed to meet with um, Listens to Wind. We well, know that's he's supposed to go on... Yeah. yeah, I know, but it's still going to happen. We know he's supposed to go on multiple dates oh. with Laura. So I would say at least monthly, you know. We know I he's mean, going to be processing Murphy's climax, But it depends, because... He's got a year, so at the end of a year, he's supposed to have this big conversation about his nature, and he's supposed to get married. Obviously, they don't all have to be on the same day, but the point is that's a lot of things to coalesce around, and then there's always the possibility that he just get yeeted into the next mirror-mirror dimension (laughs) as it happens, and so he doesn't get to do either one. Right. Or he gets like three words of the explanation of what a Starborn is, and then pulled. Yeah. So here's the deal. Time you know a Starborn is... Yeah, <laughs> that important thing about your mother, and he's waking up again. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, god damn it! Because now I now I've got the scene from um, um, Groundhog Day, where it's like he just wakes up in mirror mirror, but with the radio going off, like with that song, and like what the hell? <laughs> you know, like uh, that's exactly anyway. how the Dresden book does not have to start is with a Sunny and Cher song. Yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah, so all of that's going to happen. I mean, in the middle of 12 months, we already know that, you know, Christmas Eve and good people happens, right? So by, by, the, by about the six-month mark, we know he's been working on rebuilding the castle. Uh, he's still dealing with Murphy's guilt, whatever, the, the survivor's guilt slash, you know, mourning. Um, he's got gargoyles somehow, uh, you know, all of that stuff. Um, so we know we've got a little bit of, of tidbits there. Um, he seems somewhat together by Christmas Eve, but that might just be, you know, that was written a little bit before he finished, you know, polishing Battlegrounds and Peace Talks and didn't want to spoil anything, you know. Um, there might be that. It could be that he's recovered a little bit. He is functional as much as he needs to be to be a dad. Uh, he's sure. at the Carpenter home, which is always restful for him, always restorative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. He's almost certainly going to have to spend some time on the island for whatever reason. Um, he, you know, we've already talked about him doing whatever research and planning for Thomas and, and uh, you know, Nemesis, Justine, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. The baby's going to be born. Yeah. You know, like four months into that right she she was decent no she wasn't she wasn't showing yet no right she was like maybe three months maybe so but still by the end of the book there will be a baby wraith running around nemesis wraith yeah so that's when i'll have his time to think about all that stuff it's like uh, by now justine should be giving birth to what could be some sort of alien right yeah i mean yeah because there's there's so many ways that could go right like does he does he catch up to her somehow by then? Yeah, and they they try to do whatever, but obviously there's greater danger because she's pregnant with the baby. So does she get away and get to have the baby and talk about a fucked up child? Like you thought Maggie had it rough, you know? <clears throat> well, this baby might not remember anything at least. Yeah, that's well, what she's that's gonna do. Is she's gonna take the baby into the never never, and it's gonna come out like you know, fully grown at twenty years old. It's gonna be like a Mordred situation, <laughs> and that you know, Harry will have to kill his own nephew, like Luke Skywalker, because that's what we do now in fiction. Oh, we up. kill our family. Can can outsiders go into the never never? I know that's well, a weird question. Wouldn't. Well, the that's how they try to come in them. from. Well, they try to come in that way. So, well, but they come in from outside, so it's more different. But the Red Court used them in the Never Never, right? They used outsiders in the Battle of Sicily and all of that stuff. Yes. Well, so it's a. I guess then it's just a question of whether or not they themselves can get there. If you need the same mortal person that summoned them to just kind of open the door. Well, so that was part of it, but also like it seems like you'd be on, you know, potentially on winter's home turf or even summer a little bit, like you would be running a foul potentially of hunting parties, right? That was part of my thought. It's like, can they? And if they can, they would, would it be, be practical or even, yeah, even more on the run than, than Dresden hunting her. Yeah, you'd either yeah. have to very so, specifically know a point that doesn't connect to fairy, even though most of the world does because by right. design, probably for this particular security measure also. Mm. And good- um, so it's a matter of whether or not it's another faction who's either summoning them with mortals to their area if they wanted to like could someone like dracul you know whatever his connection is i mean he may not be mortal enough himself but he could easily get a a uh, renfield to do it probably if they had power 
At, yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, it seems like the kind of thing that either way, you're running afoul of MAB, so you're, you're loath to do it in general. Right. And then you well, have to worry thinking, about the outsider there. So you're what, like, yeah, maybe I don't want to deal with this. What if like that secondary purpose of the hunt too, right? You got all these, all these goblins and shit just sitting around waiting for, you know, nemesis to become a daffy bastard. Then they're like, oh, you fucked up now. So we've been drinking for a thousand years waiting for this. So, um, <clears throat> Cowl uh, yeah. and whatnot. I, I don't think we're going to see him directly. I think you missed her question. I don't think we're going to see him and everything directly, or at least not like him and Dresden on the screen at the same time. <clears throat> but you might be able to see their influence, or you might be able to see you know, him try something, maybe. Because that's that's the big question, right? Like, yeah, okay, this this is supposed to be 12 months. This is Dresden dealing mm. with trauma and whatever. I got to tell you, unless it's going to be more boring than Ghost Story, there's still going to be a fight. There's still going to be a fight. Listen, remember? Even though I have no evidence for that. Cowl is listen? Yeah. Okay. So so listen, when Cowl... Wait, yeah. Um, So there's still a thing that was not resolved in Peace Talk Battleground, which was the... uh, whoever has infiltrated the white court and now Harry is going to be involved in the white court and Lara still has to deal with this problem. And maybe before the wedding, she was like, can we just make this safe and get everyone out? And the last time we saw Cal, I think it was last time was when he was, it infiltrated the gave it whenever the other white court people, the duel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he went that through was, um, Vittorio. That was white knight. Malvora, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So probably somewhere around when, you know, Justine was taken. Weird. But yeah, so so wait, you're saying there's somebody else in the white court yeah, that I'm not because, following you? Because in Peace Talks, that was like, why are we having this conversation outside? Why are we not in your office? Oh, your office has been bugged, hasn't it? She can't okay. trust the people in the white court. And maybe that was just Justine. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, she always mm. couldn't because that's the white court. Yeah, I was right. Like that that was my first thought. And then if you take it up also Justine, maybe she knew right. that there but, was a leak and whatever. So but in White Knight, we have Cal involved. We have uh, Malvora doing things directly for Cal and like outsider power being used to do the like super depression spell. And Justine as nemesis was there. So the idea that the White Court is not further infected doesn't seem to play to me. So like I think that sure. we're going to see more of that and maybe we see more hints of Cal through the white court shenanigans. That also depends on the nature of, you know, Lord Wraith's protection if it's an outsider-induced one. That's why magic doesn't affect him. Right. He's protected by like a walker or something. So if because you know he his yeah you know the sex cult was calling up, he walks behind. So. Yeah. Right. If Harry being starborn is immune to outsider, could he actually hurt him? Didn't well, he tried. I, yeah. I seem to recall he tried, and his spells didn't really work. And yeah, but that was before he even tried to do the corner hound shit. Like it just seems like I mean, maybe... yeah. If if it's a component of I've unlocked my hidden power and now I can get past <laughs> your defense. But that seems to me like it would always be kind of implicit and both neither one of them would know why. Like he could land a sucker which, punch and they'd both be surprised about it. Which is part of why I had a problem with, you know, the way that the lash thing got handled. And I, I don't want to shit on everybody's heartstrings and what oh, a dude, please. I'm whatever, sick of being but, the only one. 
Yeah, but it, if he's starborn and he's supposed to be immune to the mental whammy, and he's shown to be immune to the mental whammy several other times, right, by calling them out by name and trading true names with these outsiders and not really being afraid of it, why did Lash have to be the crowbar to peel him away, you know, like... Uh, that that's a big gap in my opinion you know like that was convenient for the heartfelt moment but not necessarily like true to the lore in my opinion so yeah well i mean i guess then it's just a matter of are you immune he's immune to their influence does that mean if you set off a psychic bomb in his head that he's going to be immune to that i mean because you know corpse taker seems to be pretty confident she can take him you know, he he gets in duels with wizards and things like that. It's it's not necessarily a given that he's going to win like a mental contest, but like when when I've discussed Dresden with people at various times, like if if Dresden were a superhero, his will is his superpower, not not his not his magic, not his anything like that. Dresden is the most stubborn person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is his superpower. Like you even see that with Ebenezer, right? Ebenezer not out stubborn Dresden. Ebenezer had to resort to force, and that shows you just how stubborn that Dresden is. You know, so that's uh, that just kind of ties back into that whole White Knight scene where it's like, you know, he's supposed to. Because I think by then we even like Last Shield's already teased him about being starborn, right? Mm -hmm. So we this know- This like number two or three times of like, been... oh yeah, this thing that your mother did and about the word starborn and then she dies. Right. But yeah, all that notwithstanding, by then we had already had the speculation that starborn probably gives him some kind of power over outsiders, you know, at least a little bit. And then Last Shield's like, I'm going to jump on this grenade. And Dresden's like, you don't need to. And, you know, now yeah. we've got feelings. And it was like- in that context, it's a senseless sacrifice. Like, that's that's what saps the moment for me, is that, you know, she shouldn't have needed to, and yet that's where we're at. That's what happens. So, yeah. Like, honestly, it sounds like a play that a manipulator demon would, would make, actually. She's like, I could totally tell you how to solve this because you're starborn, but blah, now you've got feelings and you'll remember me forever. And now you have a mm -hmm. ticking time bomb Bonnie baby in the head. Right. So, so instead of undercutting the sacrifice, we're undercutting the change of her nature. Yes. Right. Uh, it's not a perfect answer, but I, I would much rather undercut the fact that she's in a mortal hands being with a change of heart than... Mm -hmm. Dresden's entire starbornness and her unnecessary sacrifice. As we learn more about the starborn nature, it will be interesting to look back at all of the hints that people said and how they behaved and the magic reacted, and especially that moment in the deeps to see how well it, it still fits with anything new that we get. True. Yeah, I mean, that's potentially a big, big thing. I mean, because that, there, it's got to be kind of two things, right? Like the, the, the starborn power has to be subtle and amazingly powerful in specific instances, right? St being a starborn doesn't make him 
better than all the other wizards, right? You kind of get that implication from conversations with Dracul. They seem to be tastier, maybe because of the power or whatever. Dracul favors them, you know, for whatever reason. For the like, stars and stones. Yeah, right. So there's there's some implications there, but it doesn't necessarily make him better at mortal stuff, right? So, you know, it's probably just like, it makes him immensely powerful with outsiders once he knows the right way to do. But also we know that Dresden in particular seems to be a fulcrum, which seems to be more specific than just being a starborn, right? And so I think that's as much as anything what they are afraid of. Whoever listens to Wind's counsel slash, you know, listens to Wind, River Shoulders, Ebenezer, you know, not necessarily the White Council, but many of the senior wizards, obviously, probably because they're power and they know better. Um, you know, and Rashid almost certainly has to be involved somewhere because he was last time, right? Um, but yeah, so I think I think it, I think Dresden's thing goes beyond being starborn because obviously being a starborn, like, is, is does he get to decide? Is he a, is he a fulcrum or a destroyer slash you know whatever the defender, you know whatever the opposite number is, um, you know Dracul presumably what did doesn't he say he was a starborn even though mm -hmm. he's supposed to be a demon trapped in a mortal body like did he possess a starborn is that how that works like yeah i would assume that you have to be born into it at that right uh time because because right. that's what they said starborn starlight starlight dances across the world and you know forty thousand people or whatever Mm -hmm. get born under under it every 666 years so that's that's what we know yeah <laughs> that's the whole thing <laughs> so, hmm any and all of this shit about starborn we assume and possibly probably rightly so that margaret knew what she was doing when she had a child at a certain time period yep it did a whole bunch of shit in planning. How did she find all this stuff out? If listens to what an Ebenezer and everyone else is scared talking about it. Mm -hmm. Lord Wraith's library, that doesn't matter because <laughs> Jim forgot about it. Oh, <laughs> oh, <damn> it. <laughs> it's right there, man. Just write it in. <laughs> so, I mean, because she got in, she got in Lord Wraith for a reason, right? So it, it wasn't like Lord Wraith was on a cycle and he's like, man, I'm frisky it's been about 666 years i mean he I knows about the cycle right that's what jim said he he knows that it's gonna come happen and like the last time two thousand years ago some weird shit happened and he wants to be on top of it at this time and recruiting margaret for all of this and like the goddamn library yeah <laughs> it seems I, so important yeah well it's it seemed like a, a Chekhov's gun right so uh-huh and um and now Lara has it, and Lara was scary, and now Lara's his girlfriend to be married. There you go. That's what he's going to do for 12 months. He's just going to go read those books. And he's like, those ones about the translocation, he's got a copy of it. I get to read them. And then they like disintegrate because it's Dresden. He never gets to have cool shit. So. <laughs> you remember that oh, anyone who watched Fumel Alchemist and like all the libraries burned down? Okay, never mind. All right. We are at and over time. We will continue yeah. this next time yeah we got to save something for the, the next year or so yeah but now that we don't, don't have... watch us anymore <laughs> well we already did the funny bits so we, we... <laughs> okay you're right i'm the funny one
Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. So we next next week we're talking about a movie of Andreas and it his choosing. No, we're not was, talking about a movie of Andreas. <laughs> yeah. No, it's his choosing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're hold him accountable to it very harshly if it is not a perfect movie. It's Goodfellas. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. I prefer The Godfather. I'm just I did not like The now. Godfather. It was so boring. No, we're not doing this now. Plug the stuff. <laughs> Say goodbye. Uh, if you enjoyed our crazy talk, do join us on Discord. But to do that, you have to join as a patron. We've got a $2 tier and a $12 tier for Discord specifically. And we're Don't still... worry, those prices will be going up. <laughs> <laughs> I get to 12000 somehow. Um, all right. Yeah, check out check everything. Hi, thank you. Bye.